Lots of drums. Elephant. Michael. I love that. Damn it, Michael. Hopefully Zencaster doesn't explode like it always does with me. Yeah, I don't know what's up with Zencaster. It just doesn't uh, like my computer. I gotta upgrade my OS. I'm still on, like, OS Latigra or whatever the fuck it was called. Latigra? I have what? weird names on your mouth. OS Depeche Mode. Whatever the fuck. I mean, it's like <laughs> fucking Mountain Lion and shit now. Oh, El Capitan. Go fuck yourself. Maverick? And- oh, wait, you're on, you're on Mac? Yeah, I'm on Mac. Oh, this explains everything. Right? I'm not all the way back on Tiger. People who actually know Apple stuff, I'm, I'm like four OSs past them. In <laughs> case you use this random piece of audio about me talking about Mac OSs, don't. Hello and welcome to the Tokenet Podcast. This is episode 23. I'm your host, Yas, and I am here with an amazing cast of characters. <laughs> oh, stop. My God. Okay, we're just here with some people then. An elite dream team of two people and me. Yes. <laughs> Pretty much. So we got Michael. Hi, you're stuck with me again. And Kitty. Hi, guys. Hello, people. How are you? Good. How are you, buddy? I'm doing good. I'm tired. <laughs> well, that's okay, because we get to talk about an awesome Super Sentai. I'm so excited. I love it so much. It's, it's a good oh. one. Oh, my God. It's so good. I am so sad. In case you didn't read the uh, the title of this episode, <laughs> we are going to be talking about <laughs> the latest season of Super Sentai, which is Dobutsu Sentai Zyuoja. 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 The 40th. Yes. The actual 40th. Yeah, the actual mm-hmm. 40th. There was some consternation with Meninger for five minutes there before they realized Meninger wasn't very good. <laughs> <laughs> I wasn't on that podcast, by the way, but I'm firmly in the camp of, boy, is that a lot of wasted potential. Yeah. Ooh, I'm so sad about that show. I really Ugh. wanted to like it, and it just kept being terrible. Yep. Yeah. That's my Meninger preface. Sorry. So, going off of that um, <laughs> well what this is going to be a generally more positive one so i figured let's get the the negative out of the way yep right right the show rocks so uh what did you guys think of it when you first like saw the news about it when it was first coming out like i don't know if that applies to kitty does it nope i was okay. not paying attention well, that oh, yeah, that's right. for me. Um, I, I was a little worried because the suits were kind of simple but in motion mm-hmm. they really work um and I thought, like, I feel like a lot of people, there were there were sort of two camps, like there always are two camps of these mech designs are terrible or these mech designs rule. And I was sort of, I always, when the, when the photos start coming out, I always stay in the, like, wait till we see it move camp. Right. Because right. the Kamen Rider Decade really taught me, like, okay, one still of this suit isn't enough to get a good idea of this suit. Because just from, like, one blurry photograph of the Decade suit, you're like, this looks very bad. Who's this watermelon man? But then when you see it in action, it looks really cool. Yeah, um, it looks really cool. And I think that also applies to Jojo as well. Yeah, I think, yeah, I, I also liked it when I saw it in motion. Mm. Uh, I liked aspects of, like, the suit design a lot. Like, I love the helmets. Yeah. I liked the, uh, like the gloves and the boots. Mm-hmm. But I just didn't like the screen print 
on the chest. Like that part annoyed me. So yeah, it's still it's still kind of just like eh, like I wish there was something more to it, but it weirds yeah. me out because there's no back. Hmm. They keep forgetting to put backs on. Like this was my biggest problem with the Tokuger suits, and I don't mind the Tokuger suits. I think the helmets are really cool, but like the the tracks on their chest don't connect to anything. They just stop at the seam. Like it, oh yeah, it's so fucking yeah. amateur. Um, and the Juoger suits, I think they're better at like defining black borders where it stops. But I still mm-hmm. wish they had like a back, you know, like even yeah. just like a wrap around black part on like the neck or something, you know. One yeah. thing that I find really weird about all of that and maybe this is just i'm thinking too hard about it but if like even when disguising themselves as humans they still have these tails and then all of a sudden there's yogers and their tails went away like that's kind of that's kind of something that you i guess you kind of get used to it when you like watch more sentai because i mean that was a problem that everybody's talked about with deca ranger yeah deca master he lost half his face yeah, he's basically what? The, well, he's he's yeah, he's like a dog man, but when right. he transforms, he has like a normal people helmet. So where did all of his like nose and jaw go? It's all like right. squished up inside that mask, apparently, or it just sort of disappears into some other dimensional space right. that is not represented in the helmet. It's really weird. It's just odd. Yeah, that's huh. like something which that is even weird because like SPD about. just sort of stuck with it. Like they also have like a dog face dude, and but like he a scaly dog face dude. Well, yeah, because <laughs> it's it's only weird to me because like I can get all right. They can use these cubes mm. to like transform their faces so they look human. So okay, that to me makes sense. That like then when they transform into the Rangers, then their faces are still human inside those helmets. I get it. Like I, that part, I get. The tails though still don't. Yeah, the go tails away, is weird. I even didn't think when, about it until you mentioned it, but yeah, yeah, exactly. Because even when they're disguised as humans, they still have the tails. Can't get rid of the tails. So why do they suddenly go away only then? But that's just me. It's nitpicky, and I'm not really that bothered by it. But like, if you're gonna be, if you want something in the back, it would have been really easy to just be like, "Hey, look, a tail. It's still there." Yeah, it's funny. This actually kind of feeds into like one of my future predictions thoughts. Mm-hmm. Now that I think about it, because this is skipping ahead a lot, but all of the helmets are hinged like Juo Eagles is hinged yeah. from what it looks mm-hmm. like. So I'm wondering if they're going to get like tap into your Juman power upgrades later in the season. Uh, and maybe they'll get tails in those forms. Like that this would be cool. We like wild out there. Like I, I don't know, but mm-hmm. it would make sense. I feel like a lot more shows are doing the like mid season power up thing now. Yeah. And a 40th anniversary yeah. show seems real ripe for it. Totally. And they've already kind of introduced the mechanic with Juo Gorilla being like number six, but still the Red Ranger. Like, mm-hmm. I, I don't yeah, know. it's interesting. Yeah, I like I all the what... new stuff in this show. Like the new ideas shit is really cool. Mm-hmm. That's like, what uh, gets like me. what like what example do you have? Like the the form swapping kind of stuff is. I feel like it's kind of unique in the way it's operating for Juo Eagle and Juo Gorilla, mm-hmm. um, and. I don't know, like the mech, the way it's laid out in terms of there are six rangers who have these nine different cubes, presumably, mm-hmm. and the way like one and six are the same guy, but that works because they're two separate combinations. I don't know. This yeah. is all just like logistics bullshit that interests me and is probably right. really boring to everybody else, but mm-hmm. like I dig that shit. Yeah, I did like that. Um, 
uh, one of the later episodes, uh, he uses the gorilla mech to make the uh, Zuo Wild. Is that yep. what it was? Yeah. Yes. But then when that was in trouble, he just went back into Zuo Eagle and made the Zuo King. Mm-hmm. So then he had both of them. That was yeah. pretty cool that he could. Because in every other battle, we just see three at a time, you know, three Rangers using the mech at a time. So it's cool right. to see all of them in mechs. But I do still want to see them all in one mech. I think that's happening. Yeah. I believe that's 10 or 11 because okay. the preview for 10 uh, evil guy genus, master of evil guys and possible gout victim um, <laughs> is coming down to attack. Yeah. Uh, oh, and boy. I believe they're going to combine all of the various cubes into a larger cube. Nice. Hypercube. Even. Okay. Uh, actually, that no, not a hypercube. A Rubik's Cube! Well, yeah, they are all Rubik's <laughs> They're Cube They're already colors. Rubik's Cubes. Yes, yeah. I know. Uh, I guess we should back up and sort of tell the basics of the story. Start from the top. Boy, if you haven't been paying attention to Jujur, that whole thing is that very confusing. <laughs> so basically, we follow a main character named Yamato, and he is a zoologist. Mm-hmm. And Who later he... becomes a zoologist. Oh. No! Oh. You got jokes. All the jokes. These guys are a, an apologist for my terrible puns. Nope. Yeah. I like them. Tolerated. <laughs> but um yeah, he, he was in possession of a mysterious cube that he got as a kid from a weird eagle dude. Um and one day he lose uh loses control like loses he loses it for a bit, tumbles down a uh, hill, finds it, finds this huge gigantic cube. With a little insert for a smaller cube, he puts that in. It opens up and it transports him to another dimension or another world. Because he's had is... one of these little cubes as a kid, because mm-hmm. Birdman gave it to him and then disappeared, yeah. and is Seems probably coming legit. back really soon. Probably, most likely, Definitely. real, real soon, real soon. Mm-hmm. Preview for episode ten. Yeah, he gets teleported to a uh, Zooland, mm-hmm. where it's basically is home to a different species of humanoid animals. And he runs into the four other. Uh, it's, it's furry so world. It's a world of furries, a magic Minecraft land of furries. Pretty much, but yeah. they're done a lot better. Well, yeah. I mean, the effects are solid. I actually, yeah. I actually like the, uh, the 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 animal forms. Mm-hmm. Yeah, watching it again, cool. I rewatched one today. I rewatched all of them today. One through, so so people know at home. I guess we're covering episodes one through nine because that's yeah. all that's come out so mm-hmm. far. Yeah. Um, and I rewatched the majority of all nine uh, today. And it was really cool in episode one, seeing the variety of masks and suits and practical stuff used for the variety of different Jew men. Yeah. As it were. ZYU men, by the way. I'm not mm-hmm. saying, I'm not calling people Jew men, which would be weird <laughs> and bad. Um, and weird. Yeah, they, they do. They do. We do get a glimpse of Zuland and we do see. Um, the different species or whatever. Uh, it is interesting to see like the, you know, you know how that horse head has become like very popular online. Yeah. yeah. Just <laughs> using that mask. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It looks like there's a so panda much. guy who's just a guy in a panda costume. Yeah. yeah. It's just like standing like a normal dude. And it's clearly just like an out of the box panda costume. Mm-hmm. Yeah. They put, like, like a got it from party on. city. Yeah. It's yeah. great. Yeah. So, um, Fantastic. but yeah, they, they, he, like they show Yamato around a little bit and then, they somehow get sucked back into the big cube and they arrive back on Earth where it's being attacked by these 
space bad dudes called Death Galleon. Space Gamergate. Pretty much. Yeah. <laughs> oh god, like I hadn't like even thought about that. Shitty punchy wow. games and like terrible old coin arcade bullshit. And mm-hmm. Like they complain yeah, about morality arcades. and they don't okay. care about collateral damage. Yeah. Yep. I mean, it checks out. Totally. <laughs> oh god. Direct all complaints to my Twitter mentions. I'm sure you're already firing up a killer retort. <laughs> <laughs> oh god that is twitter at michael nixon yep there you go um leave these fine but, folks out of it mm-hmm. <laughs> but uh but yeah they they find them attacking uh you know the world and you know uh the other four know what they want to do because they they were already chosen to protect the uh i forget what the giant cube was called do you guys remember the uh cube link mm-hmm. cube link yeah. Something like that. Link cube. Link cube. It's I, I flipped it. It's the link cube. There we go. They, they just say it in English. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Link cube. Oh, okay. But yeah, so they were already chosen champions and they already knew what to do. So they transformed. And, uh, but, you know, Yamato is the only human and it wasn't really meant for him. Uh, mm-hmm. But, you know, through the whole perseverance, wanting to protect the humans and the animals and all that stuff. And some retcons. You know, yeah. Later. And he becomes, you know, Zero Eagle. And mm-hmm. he becomes a part of the team. And so the whole thing is them trying to find the sixth cube, which will hopefully help them get back to Zioland. But at the meantime, they are defending the Earth against the Death Galleon. Mm-hmm. And, yep. uh, yeah, so that's the basics of the story. But I wanted to get here, you guys. Like, what, what do you think of this first part of the show? Like, do you think it's going off on the on a good note? Yes. Or do you think, yes. Okay. That's, that was easy. Starting strong. Like I honestly, I, I was really surprised by how confident the first steps were and how strong the world building is from day one. Mm-hmm. Right. Um, my like honestly, I've been really kind of surprised how solid the writing is per episode in terms of really working to develop characters too over the course of the show. I mean, my only honest structural complaint about the show so far is that they're really bad at going into the opening credits like that's yeah and that's such a minor issue but it's also like okay well that scene just died and i guess go to credits now all right <laughs> like every week i didn't, um, yeah. I didn't notice that i'm i'm a tv i like majored in tv writing because i'm a snooty asshole um <laughs> so true. yeah exactly so, hey, <laughs> i've got a degree in it says snooty asshole um uh, it says nyu which is the same fucking thing um right <laughs> Oh uh, god! Yeah, uh, but, uh, that's like that's something I've I've really noticed as a negative. Everything mm-hmm. else is really strongly developed, I think, and mm-hmm. like world building is strongly developed, and right, like the commitment to really balancing strong action drama e beats with just zany cartoon comedy stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. is really cool. Like down to the animal forms. The animal forms are like Saturday morning cartoon stuff with the oh, big, yeah. like bulky gorilla dude whose hands are just very oh, odd. Oh my god! Yep, very odd. Very very odd. The suit actor like, really needs to work on the beating the chest hand motion because it really just looks like he's stroking his weird eyeball. Nose. <laughs> <laughs> is that just me? I have not thought about that. It's a weird that. like slow feeling up motion. And they need to, uh, they need to like yeah. speed it up or make it more percussive or put some weight in the hand gloves. I don't know. 
it's weird because the hand, like the gloves, like because they, they show it like when he's in the mech, they show him like you know, yeah, pulling shit the, uh, like the fucking root. crazy. Yeah, <laughs> it's like he's got Mickey Mouse, Mickey Mouse hands, pretty much. Yep. Yeah, so it's like that seeing- Simpsons bit where Homer gets too fat to dial a phone. Yeah, like, <laughs> please get a bigger keypad. Your fingers are too fat. Like you know, he pressed like three other buttons instead of six. Like he had to press like. Every- oh, yeah. I wonder what happens if they press the wrong button. I guess a different cube shows up. Probably. What if he like accidentally taps eight and like blows a mech reveal? Oh fuck! That'd be kind of great. That would be pretty cool. Just in the middle of the show, they were like, "Oh, this other one showed up." Shit! Wait, I'm not supposed to be here yet. Oops! Dives back into the ground or whatever. (laughs) Wait, not yet. Three more episodes. Wink to the camera. Yeah. Oh man. Um, Yeah, I I also think it was really strong. Uh, Has this really strong start? Um, They did some interesting things with some of the characters. Like for example, Amu's episode, which is episode three. Mm -hmm. Yep. Um, they really took a different. It was a different direction than I thought they would take with her, because I mean I thought she was just going to be the normal, you know. Oh, I just want to shop and everything like that. And I just want to do this and that. But it's like, no, she. It's not because she wants to. It's because she has no choice. Like she mm-hmm. wants to go home, but she doesn't see that they're going to go home anytime soon. She's like, I might as well get used to living here on Earth, which was, was yeah. It, it was kind of a. I'll go on. Sorry. It's like, like not. I would kind of a pessimistic view of the situation like she's so like she's not very optimistic about it she's more like well this is this is my life now so just gonna have to live here kind of thing yeah i mean i i thought her episode was really interesting um i like and this is just going back to what you guys were talking about a little bit earlier uh i actually really like a lot of the cool uh symbolism and gimmicks that they've been doing throughout the show so far. I like the three ring circus gag. I really like uh, the way that it looks like they're kind of uh, using the imagery of totem animals. And like, there's a lot of really solid, solid stuff going on. I, and I actually, I really like red for the first time in a while. Like we got a red. What's the last red that you liked? Uh, right from Tokyuger was okay. I mean, he like me, he Daigo was from Kyoger. Yeah, Daigo Kyoger was, was also yeah. pretty good. Uh, Ninja, obviously, no. I was yeah. terrible. If, if we count Sumuji, which I will always do, he was a great Red Ranger for like one episode. Huh? Who? Uh, their dad. Their dad. Yeah. Oh, oh Papa my god, Smurf. he's my favorite. Yeah, he's the best <laughs> character in the whole show, and for like twenty yes. minutes, he gets to be a Power Ranger, and I'm really, yes. really jazzed about it. Like, yeah. but like oh that doesn't God. count, and we can all agree that doesn't count. That counts in like a Wikipedia. It counts in our hearts, way. okay? Yeah, exactly. It counts in our hearts, but logistically, actual red range. Logistically, wise, it doesn't. It doesn't matter. It's gay yeah. red. I mean, okay. Me. Now we have. See, now that I'm thinking about it, though, like I can't say. Well, I mean, I don't usually like red. It. The like <clears throat> four Sentai that I have now seen are Tokyuger, Kyoryuger, Ninninger, and. Uh, and now Zyoger. So, like, I've liked three out of four. So, <laughs> so I feel like I have to take that back a little bit. Everybody but, has to start somewhere. So, you got yeah. you, you have yeah. enough to base an opinion on. I did. Well, and I, we I get liked... you watching a classic show next. And see yeah, we need to get you to watch like, an older show. What the hell is Kitty watching an 80s Sentai going to be like? Oh, oh man. Yeah. Like, let's get, oh, like, I love Live Man. And Live Man's pretty rad. I love Live this, Man. This feels like a later conversation, but oh, we should do that. Live Man rules. Man. 
Good thing Die Ranger. <laughs> but because the trick Geo is Jack. finding series that have been subbed all the way. That's Die Ranger. True. Die Ranger is great. I know, but I'm thinking like wait, I'm thinking like pre nineties. You know, oh, pre, okay. gotcha. pre Rangers buy that kind of. I think shit. we got. I think we got to ease her in, like with you know some two thousands ones, then some nineties ones, then some eighties ones. Maybe I just I don't I I like uh, massive contrast. Hmm. I like bombarding with differences, but you can't do Jetman next. Like no, you got to do like an eighty show before you do Jetman. This is a whole other fucking podcast. <laughs> Sorry, yeah, I'm the king of weird ass tangents. It's okay. Logistical tangents. <laughs> It yeah. seems like every time we get Kitty on the show, we start talking about what we should have her watch next. I know. I'm just right? excited that there's a new Toku fan. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Generally, that's my thing. There yeah. should be more new Toku fans all the time. Well, I, I feel like I get to be in this really kind of unique position all the time where because I, I, I sort of actively stay ignorant when it comes mm-hmm. to all of the Toku stuff. Like, I don't pay attention when you guys are talking about it. I don't like I as soon as I see you guys start like talking token, which is terrible because that's what our whole site is. I'm just like, no, keep the blinders on. It may be time to start pulling them off slightly. I know, I know. Because you've already got like a unique perspective because you're somebody who started with 2010's Sentai, which I feel like not a lot of people can say. Um I I guess. Just starting from a timeline wise. Like I started two thousands, early two thousands, which is just like Mm. The gloomy, broody boy model period. Oh no! <laughs> yeah, I started weird in the mid- time. Oh no! I started in the mid two thousands, so that was a interesting time. <laughs> yeah, the mid two thousands was wacky. Right, right. I'm saying, Man. weird. But but we're anyways, in 2016. Yes, yes definable and eras. So so <laughs> I really really like Yamato. He's yes. great. His name, right? Yeah, he's he's fantastic. I there's nothing about his character or the way that he is portrayed that I do not like. And I I love it. Like he's he's a character that I'm really looking forward to rallying behind. I yeah. cannot wait. Of course, Leo is my favorite. He is my spirit animal. Oh my god. <laughs> like there has never been a truer statement than that. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> like from I watch the, the show moment... and I'm like, yeah, Kitty's gonna like this guy. Yeah. He's gonna work for Kitty. Yeah, from the moment that like they're all like, she has super hearing because she is a shark, and he has a super scent of smell. And Leo just goes, and I'm loud. I was like, oh hey, look, they found me, but male in Japanese. (laughs) (laughs) Very odd wig. Oh god, yeah. Can we take a moment to talk about that wig? I don't. That's an odd choice. (laughs) I get that they were trying to go for lion mane. I get it. But like, guys, that's yeah. I would have gone more Dragon Ball Z than dread, like blonde dreads. It's a weird you know, choice. I I think the blonde dreads were a weird choice. I kind of like them. I think bit. it looks cool, but it's like it's gonna be one of those barriers uh, uh, for entry for some people. Yeah, I feel like. you know, it's I, one of those things where people are gonna be like, "That's fucking strange." <laughs> but also, like, people with tails is already kind of weird, and yeah. like furry superheroes, like. It's not like they're making it crazy easy, but it's also just a really fun. If you're into Sentai already, yeah, uh, or if you're vaguely into anime already, I feel like it's a really accessible show because it totally. is more so than previous Sentai. I feel like also really hitting that um, live action cartoon vibe. Yeah, yeah. well, and like, like Toei's take... been getting really good at that lately. I feel like. Yeah, well, can we like take a second to talk about when Leo listens to that guy's music? 
and yes. suddenly becomes the team's <laughs> I can do a backflip guy. the team street team guy yeah yeah well like because because i know we had go go was the i can do a handstand and flip guy in uh common rider drive um Mm. he was that guy and they just like way overdid it and i just i love that leo is like that yeah yeah i'm gonna go flip like that's his like he just gets so excited he does. Did he flips. actually do a backflip? Yeah, yeah, he totally did. Gonna, He's like, oh man. He may have turned into a stunt guy, and that guy did a backflip. But Maybe. the character, the did character a did a backflip. Yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> and it was just, it was so good. I thought it was him. I could be completely wrong. I could have. It been looked like him to me, but he he's got that ridiculous wig. You can hide anybody in that. Thing. You can. You True. literally. It's, you could hide Tom in that wig, and you'd never know. It'd be fine. Like, <laughs> what if it is him though? My God! <gasps> what? <laughs> no, um, that wig. Yeah, I'm, I've gotten used to it. I, I didn't. I was. Yeah, that's the thing. It didn't take me very long to be fine with it. Yeah, the only thing that bugs me about it is because it's very blatantly a wig. Like the headband sometimes sits really far back, and so uh... you're like, "Oh, his wig's falling off. Someone fix it. Someone fix it." <laughs> See. I think the tails are more egregious than the wigs. The tails I agree. Look fucking ridiculous. I don't, tails sorry are for all of, the cursing I, on a kid show podcast. It feels weird. But the tails <laughs> well, look absolutely just incorrect. Atrocious. Well, and like what is like it? Muppet tails, especially when they're like when they start to sense the dent. Right, oh, yeah. especially on Tusk. I feel like it's the worst on Tusk. Yes. Yeah, he's agreed. so serious. And then all of a sudden, boing. <laughs> it looks like a peacock tail too. Yeah, it, I mean, it does look like an elephant's tail, but elephants' tails don't go up. You know, right. like, they don't yeah. do that. It's not that's the work. thing. Yeah, so it's really strange. And also, like uh, the fin. Um, yeah, the, <laughs> the fin, fin is strange. And Larry's tail, Larry the gorilla Juman, when his tail like puffs up like a cotton ball. I'm like, okay, I don't think gorillas do that, but all right. <laughs> oh my gosh. it's so uh, good. But I mean, gorillas also don't drink tea and like wear Rasta clothing, so. And There's a certain level Spanish? to which these complaints ah, are. The Rasta yes. clothing. But I, um, I don't necessarily mind the Rasta clothing on Larry. I think it's an unfortunate combination of animal and clothing, mm-hmm. but it yeah. works in terms of his character, I think. For because my like, I can headcanon my concerns about that away quickly because he's like a scientist trying yeah. to blend in with people, but also wear stuff that reminds him of home, like bold color wise. Right. So like that doesn't. But I'm also like a white male saying that. So don't take my fucking word for it. I'm an asshole. <laughs> you're not. You're not. But it's, I don't know. It just seemed like. I love Larry, too. He's the coolest dude. He makes me yeah, so Larry's happy. Great. He's like a great character. He's just mm-hmm. chill. I love yeah, how the way he kept running away from Yamato in, the, in that episode. Yes. No! That was pretty funny. And I like that, that the, 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 the like rule of three of that joke is you really hurt our friend pretty bad, dude. Chill out. Like it yeah. goes from funny, funny to really serious mm-hmm. in an in an interesting way, like in a kind yeah. of it, it's yeah. it's like a bold move. I thought yeah. I agree. Like and the I, episode I'm... grinds to a halt for that, which is really it's cool. It's kind of a tr- it's risky. It is. And I'm, I'm honestly really looking forward to at some point when this show takes a very serious turn and hopefully inevitably starts, you know, 
talking about taking care of the environment and taking care of animals. And we've already started that discussion about well, how everything big. is connected. That's big in the show already too, which is cool. I know. And I'm so excited. And like, you know, there's totally going to be a thing about hunting for sport and, you know, how mm. you can't just go and fuck up people's the blood ecosystems. Oh, and yeah. Oh, my God, the blood. Game. It's going to be so interesting. That's the thing that I've also noticed, like the morality each week is really strong. Like each week's episode feels like it has like a moral. You yeah. Know? yeah. Um, which is, I don't know. I didn't notice it was the thing that was missing in Super Sentai until I noticed it in Juoger. Yeah. Like I don't feel like Ninja. It didn't feel like they were being like, don't hurt this, like, you know, don't hurt people. Don't wreck the environment. Don't be cruel to animals. Like, Juoja mm-hmm. really feels like it hits these kind of things yeah. um, in an interesting way. Hmm. Yeah. Well, and like, I feel like uh, uh, Nininger had a lot more to do with inward reflection. Mm. Like, if you're going to give it. Too. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. If yeah. you're going to give Nininger any points. Its whole thing was about self-improvement. It was about... (laughs) What? We both went, do I have to? (laughs) (laughs) You do not have to. But I'm just saying, if you're going to, um, you know, it was all about self-reflection and bettering yourself and just looking inwards and finding your own personal strengths and finding your own way and all of that. And so, right. but, uh, Zyoger is kind of taking that internal reflection and turning it outwards. And, yeah. you know, I, what can you do for others? Kind of, it has like a, it's just like a general public service vibe. Exactly. Like they're out there handing out flyers, helping people. Like the, my only, the only thing I think is really missing is I wish it had like a, this is a weird analogy, but the first thing that's popping into my head, like Time Ranger, they established, they had like a company tomorrow research or something, and mm-hmm. people would come to them with their problems and the Time Rangers mm-hmm. would like go help them and do cases. I wish there was some element of Juoja where people started to notice these weirdly dressed weirdos who like congregate in parks and jo- dive in the public fountains and shit. And they're like, yeah. oh, you're the weirdos who help with the monster stuff. I have like a thing that seems like a monster thing. Like I wish there was more of a... Uh, I always want there to be like an agency. That's just yeah. me. But hmm. I feel like that's the only thing that is because, because too many of the Juoger episodes, I think start with them being sort of wayward and like just dicking around, but they're all also animals. So that makes sense. It's weird. Like my complaint is just like a, a personal preference thing and not a structure of the show thing. I actually don't know it, how I got onto it. So sorry. Well, no, <laughs> I, I, I totally understand forward. what you're going with. And like, I think maybe at some point that might be a thing. I hope so. I'm, I I have like a bunch of weird theories about how the show is going to go too. Cause I just, I really wonder how full common writer guy they're going to go with Yamato getting animal aspects. Like, right. is he going to be irretrievably part Juman by the end of this show? Like, will he have to go to Juland at the end of the show? I mean, I honestly hope there's a segment of the show that's just now we have to defend Juland too. I know right. there will be a lot of money, but I feel like there's going to be a bit of the show where that happens. I hope so. Um, I, me too. Like I'd love, honestly, I think it would be a, a crazy bold move if like halfway through the show, they just switched worlds like venue wise. Yeah. yeah. But I don't know if it will happen. I have, you know, it, it just seems like it would be at some point or even like the last quarter, that would be really cool. Because yeah. <laughs> like, the, the world they've built and the design of it and the technology and it's mm-hmm. very cool and it, it works. It all operates, which I like. I'm a nerd for that. Right. I think it'd be really cool if, you know, because like, 
at least what we've been seeing for now is like when they're not, you know, getting used to like being domesticated here, they're actually trying to look for the sixth cube. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. So like that's what they're like passing the flyers out, seeing if anybody has seen these cubes or whatever. Uh, it would be interesting if like the first part is them finding the cube or whatever, and they get to go back to Zooland and they realize that you know because the Death Galleon thing is like their their structure where it's like the three main uh three of the bad guys are trying to win a game they have a game going on where they each one sends like a different monster to do something and then they're trying to basically win a game because mm-hmm. i guess earth is the last battleground well and it's it's it, not that it's the last one they were saying that it's their 100th yeah it's a special it's yeah, a special yeah. anniversary Sorry. for them mm-hmm. right right wink so it would be interesting if there was a another one that wasn't like operating on earth but on Zuland. Oh, and while like a, while mm. while everybody is here defending Earth, he's already you know have his plan going on in Zooland. So then when they go back to Zooland, they see that like you know half of the they got to fix some destroyed. stuff. Yeah, mm-hmm. yeah, that's cool. That would be pretty cool. That'd too. be rad. Because yeah. that's I'm guessing when because just if you've seen the episode ten preview, we don't know. That's the funny thing about stopping at nine. There's actually like the sixth guy's gonna show up, or the Birdman is showing up next week, and I think he's in some way going to be the sixth or be related to it. Um, Somehow, yeah. Or he's Yamato's dad. That doesn't... Okay. (laughs) That's weird. It Uh, would be weird, but it's it's an ongoing potential plot line that I have going in my head. Yeah. Well, all right. His father was (laughs) was human. See, I just... I keep waiting for the show to cut to like a really tired bald eagle in the middle of a forest. Yeah. You know, cause you know what's like keeps doing? Cause until they introduced the like eagle Juman thing, I kept waiting for just like a weird cut to just a very, just a very tired or just like a bald eagle skeleton, like laying out there in a field. God. Like meanwhile, <laughs> this is what Jeez. happened by the way. I know they uh, never will, but in my head, well, it's yeah. just like a really exhausted American mascot floating around somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know where the beginning of my tangent, the end of that tangent, went. I'm just gonna stop. He'd have a he'd have a, uh, a hamburger changer in his hand or something like that. <laughs> so many <laughs> selfies until he forgets that his thing is taking selfies. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so here's the thing. I don't want to. The talk reason about we're bringing it. up a different Sentai series within a podcast about a Sentai series is to compare the two, which is reasonable to do, especially when they're the, the neighboring Sentai per year. You know, for example, like comparing two major blockbuster superhero movie releases that happen uh, very close to each other. Here, it's here not crazy. It's not insane. It's not unfair. <laughs> it's fucking logical and the basis of goddamn critique. Sorry, tangent. How did you do did that? Did someone hurt you? Like, uh, yeah. what <laughs> Twitter happened? Twitter annoys me. There's this whole thing on Twitter right now about, like, you're not allowed to compare Civil War to Batman v Superman if you're a good critic. And I'm like, no, I don't um, think you know how critics work, but good try. Yeah. I'm sure you Googled the word critic, but that ain't it. <laughs> <laughs> That's actually going to be a whole other podcast at some point. Really? That'll be fun. Yeah. Oh, no, we're definitely going to do, like, a oh, man. superhero movie roundup t- thing at some point this year. Nice. So that'll you should be on that. Yep. Though I agree. It'll probably only be you. <laughs> it'll just be me rambling for two hours. No, we're definitely gonna get some fights in. It'll be interesting. Yep. Real, real punching. Actually, real punching. punching. They were actually gonna be in yep. one place. Just it's gonna happen. Yep. Yeah. Nope. I will uh, fight you. So going back a bit, like oh, talking about how, like how you can, uh, 
made a comparison to Time Ranger and how they had like their whole fix up shop or whatever. Mm-hmm. Um, so in this one, they basically are living with uh, someone that uh, Yamato works with. Mm-hmm. Uncle Mario. Is, is it Uncle Mario? Uh, uncle Mario. Is Mario. it an uncle or does he just call him an old man? He goes back and forth. And I don't know if uncle is like euphemistic. I don't think they're uncle. related though. Okay. I don't. Yeah. I thought that. Um, I'm unclear on it. Yeah. I thought that it. I'm not sure if it's his uncle or not, but I know but he does wooden sculptures. He called sculptures. him that sometimes. Yeah. Yes. The scul- yeah, yeah, the sculpture thing. Yeah. I think he's a great character. He's really funny. The The way he bounces in and out of scenes is really, like, those kind of characters can get annoying. Yeah. I think it's really well done in this show. Yeah, and I can't wait till he's, like, in on the secret. Yeah, yeah. I really, really want that to happen sooner. Yeah. Because I feel like he'd be super chill being in on the secret. Oh, totally. Like, yeah. And it's going to be really, really annoying if we get to like episode 47 and he turns them and is like, I've known the whole time. Wink. Like, well, <laughs> fuck you. You could have been in on the jokes. <laughs> like just a wasted fucking opportunity. Like I, I uh, want to see that guy like in his weird outfits with actual Jew man's like it just, yep. yeah, it seems like, and also I want to see that dude go to Jew land. Yeah. Like, what does that guy's out. experience of that place be like, I feel like he'd love it. Mm-hmm. Yeah, so we'll see that Who dude like love shit. Mm-hmm. Actually, according to, take us with a great assault, but according to Wikipedia, he is Yamato's uncle. But okay, take that with okay. a great assault. Because <laughs> watching through today, I know Yamato called him uncle, but it was like yeah. it. It's always one of those because I know uncle is like a euphemistic thing too. Mm. Occasionally, yeah, or Gramps, um, you know that kind of thing. It's got like a Gramps connotation to me. <laughs> so I wonder, like, because. <clears throat> Every time, almost every time we see him, he's in a different costume. Like it's a costume. yeah, it's a per episode mm-hmm. thing. Yeah, unless it's so like I a wonder if he's like too. basically just foreshadowing what types of uh, like new mechs or whatever power ups we're gonna get in the future, and then it turns out that he was actually one of the Zuman Zuman the whole time. <laughs> like he was one that was left here somehow. That'd be know. cool. That would be cool. But also, it's interesting because they have that actor uh, system with. Terajima. I've seen him in a few things and he's pretty interesting. Like mm-hmm. I like him as an actor. But I kind of just I can't wait for him to be get more stuff in the show. Like I want him to have more he's more meat in the Agreed. Show. Yeah. yeah. I, re- I really hope he's not going to be one of those guys who we have to wait for the you know short uh, Juoger returns fucking movie for him to get an actual scene like two years from now. Like I hope he gets to do some stuff yeah. in the show. Because so far it's it's a little lighter than I. Mm-hmm. Like he's he's clearly good at his job. Totally. Give that guy more to do. Every that's the other thing. Like this whole cast is really good. They are. Uh, come on, everybody. Who are you? What? Tusk? Who's okay? Tusk is stuck playing kind of a one note guy. So I don't know if I can blame him for that. Yeah, yeah but I don't know if he has the range to do anything more. I think he. I see he's so not going to be potential. called on to do too much more in the show either. Like yeah. his character's kind of that. Like everybody's got their thing that they are. Um, and yeah, because that's the thing. Like in the in the Ghost crossover episode, I thought Tusk did some good work in that. Mm-hmm. Uh, and and the focus on his character was interesting. It was the problem there is that the episode's trying to balance too many things. And I mean, the bigger disservice is on Amu's character because she's like enslaved as a weird Moebot thing, mm-hmm. which is yeah. not helpful. But yeah, I don't know if I, I don't agree with your opinion. We have to fight about it. Yeah, I I loved Tusk in that episode, especially when he turns 
Amu's whole thing on her when he puts his ha- finger on her mouth and is like, no, and another thing, you're terrible when you wash the dishes. Like that whole rant was so dang cute and like just totally endearing. Like he is uh, the dad in Full House to me. <laughs> like That's a good thing. weird. That's fantastic. He is. (laughs) I don't disagree. It's just funny. I don't know. Maybe he'll get better, but right now he's kind of the weakest link. Weakest link for me. Anyway, I don't know. Yeah, he's not. Yeah, that's the thing, though. Is it's it's like that's like a faint. It's like the opposite of faint praise. Like a faint complaint. Mm -hmm. You know, like because I think the cast really gels well anyway. And even if, like, if that guy's the least cup of your cup of like the other four are great. Mm-hmm. Right. You know? Yeah. Um, like as long, as long as Tusk doesn't become like Nagi and Ninja, then I'm fine. Oh God. <laughs> See, I still found Nagi like vaguely endearing through Ninja. It's just, they never gave him anything to do. Yeah. I, I like got to a point in Ninja where I just felt bad for Nagi. Cause I'm like, Oh buddy, you used to like do stuff and like have plots. Right. Oh man. What a well, shame. I, I, uh, the what is it? I could never get behind uh blue in that. Yeah, he was just so weird. We're, we're, we're drifting back to <laughs> I don't want to have to let I'm not I'm consciously like I'm not consciously trying to tear down an intro to build up Georgia, but just in making the comparisons, like there's such a clear difference in quality. Yeah, yeah, like Georgia's like doing so something good. from day one, mm-hmm. Ninja's like just it kept meandering into plot. Yeah. And then like, oh, wait, we have to actually do some stuff. This block of episodes. Shit. Um, whereas <laughs> yeah. Jujur, it, it feels like it has. It feels like it's like constantly trying to force in like quality time stuff because it has mm-hmm. so much plot to get through and so much world yeah. to build. Yeah. yeah. And I, I'm yeah. really hopeful that we're going to get to see some really interesting stuff with the bad guys like we did in Kyoryujur uh, and uh, mm-hmm. Tokyujur. Yeah, I'm really hoping Naria gets into the game. Yeah. Because I want to see what the hell well, like, like, her folks look like. So, yeah. well, and, and part of my thing so far is like every time that the guys become gigantic, they say, thank you, Naria. So how how are the Zyogers at this point not going, who the fuck is this Naria bitch? Well, they've seen her <laughs> put the medals in and stuff. Yeah, they it's, see her every That's episode. one of those, like, you have to accept oh, this in Sentai things of, true. like, why doesn't the Sentai team just shoot the living fuck out of the person who always puts <laughs> yeah. the crystal or the coin or connects the tiny robot to the gas tank built into the robot <laughs> or, like, the Bicurium laser or, like, get a mirror to stop the giant satellite laser beam that always happens. Like, <laughs> yeah. once the one dynamic is established, I feel like at some point the team can be like, Let's just like stop that part and be done for yeah. the rest of the day. Right. But you got to break out the robots. You, know, yeah. you can't yeah. do it. You got to break out the robots. Speaking of uh, breaking out the robots, I loved the ghost cameo episode. I, it was so, I feel like it was so well it done. It was the good half of that crossover hands oh, down. Oh man. It really? like, I, I felt like that is yeah. a cameo. I don't know how the first half of the crossover so is well. horrible. Sorry. Uh, <laughs> I, I Sorry. It's okay. <laughs> You're just talking over me and it's, it's fabulous. Oh. <laughs> 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 um, no, uh, like it was just, it was so good. 
they were like both sides did really well and i loved that moment where where ghost was just like what you can fight them when they're that big and they're like yeah, yeah no big deal <laughs> and just like wow you guys are the coolest like that whole uh exchange was so good and it just everything that i wanted oh man yeah, I always like different heroes seeing other her- how other heroes stuff yeah. works and being right, weirded right. out by it. Yeah. yeah. Did you both see? Did you see both of the episodes, or like both the crossover episodes, or just one? I right, only, I've only seen one. I only saw the Zioger one. I saw Me the too. Ghost Half, and it was not good. Hmm. Uh, the Ghost Half is is legit. Like Ghost is doing normal episode things, and then a Shocker guy shows up, and just Yamato shows up to fight him. They have like a handshake, and then Yamato leaves. And that is okay. it. Okay, so it's real well, light. So, what was the deal with the Shocker monster? Because that came out of nowhere. I think it's connected to the Kamen Rider One movie. Because mm. uh, that's usually how they've been playing it. Because right. honestly, the Ghost One felt like somebody forgot to do their homework assignment and like mm-hmm. wrote it thirty minutes before they had to turn it in. Right. Like it's mm. just like, oh, and then the Juojer show up, and there's like a Shocker guy. I guess I don't know. Well, um, that's the thing. I kind of felt like it was the same thing with the Zuoja one, but mm-hmm. it was just longer. Yeah, like, but I felt like the Zuoja one was like better introduced of like, this is a weird guy. This isn't our usual thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, they did interact a lot more. Yeah. In Ghost, it was like another one of those shocker guys. That's weird. Uh, like, yeah. That's all you really okay. get. Um, yeah. But I think it's because my impression is that the crossovers are setting up like a new status quo thing in Commodore one where shockers like we keep getting our asses kicked because we're doing the same thing over and over again. Hmm. Mm-hmm. What if we change all the suits and get the lady who played hurricane blue as a bad guy <laughs> and fought the original common rider yeah. coming soon to theaters. I, I did like it. I liked how he like when they did their transformation in the roll call, he got into the roll call as well. Yeah. And the, the, the like semi animal pose. Yeah. yeah. Great too. I loved I like it. Like, it kind of, you know what? It That's actually so was basically, he basically did a, uh, what was his name? What's the little dude's name? The ghost, oh, the little Yurisen. ghost puppet. He yeah, does, he, yeah, did, he does kind of your little Yurisen. He did a Yurisen That's pose. a good call. Yeah. 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 Oh, that's amazing. <laughs> I haven't watched Ghost at all, so I'm... Oh, you'd find Yurisen adorable. He's like a Yurisen. little ghost puppet. With so he's like arms. Ticket. Con- like yeah, he's ghost. like yeah, yeah. Ticket. But he's not, he's not, in world, he's not a puppet. He's just like a little cute ghost guy. Yeah. Yeah. But he's very clearly a hand puppet, right? You know. But I, I did like he like the when they when, he, when they did their roll calls and they said, "Oh, Zio Shark," and he's like, "Shark!" Like he was just surprised at everything that's happening with yeah. everything. Like, and I think he turns into the. Did he turn into a gorilla? Yeah, he yeah. said like you're he also really, a gorilla. Yeah. <laughs> the, the cool thing was the flip side of that too is that I re- I don't remember which one of the Jewelers it was, but when he turned into. When Ghost used the Musashi icon, mm-hmm. it's like, yeah. oh, cool, a red one. I think it was Yamato. Yeah, it was oh, yeah, Yamato. Yeah. I told well, you first it was, it was something like that. Yeah, first it was like, oh, he turned blue. And then when he turned yellow, then Leo's like, oh, he turned yellow too. And then he, red is, and Yamato's like, is, does that mean? And he turns red. Yeah, he turned into the red one. <laughs> yep. Yeah, I, that was pretty fun. I, it it yeah. didn't make any sense, but it was pretty fun. I you realize we're watching super sentai right we're watching shows for children like it yeah. doesn't need to not everything <laughs> hey, whatever, has to man. it's sometimes hey, man, it's back it's, in my day it makes no i never did it, wow. are you fucking kidding me <laughs> used to be predicated on no one talking to each other for <laughs> half a decade every show's main drama feature was and then they don't tell each other what the problem is 
<laughs> and then they fight for no logical fucking reason. <laughs> yeah. Thanks to Shiki in a way. Wow. Uh, the more you um, the more you anyway. Can we all agree that Yabiker is one of the best names for a monster ever? Yabiker. Yabiker. Yeah, yeah. I like that. Which it's just one's so that? funny. It does, the, it the does guy sound from like the, the rock and roll episode. He's the motorcycle yeah. dude who looks straight at a car ranger, which was awesome. Yeah. I love how many of these, like, this is like an awesome mashup show. Mm hmm. Like the, it is, it is. they had Pudgy Pig as like a like a, a cool new version of Pudgy Pig from Die yeah. Ranger slash Mighty Morphin. It does feel it's like it's a su- more subtle like homage series. Yeah, Bokenger yeah. I thought was really cool about that in the monster designs as well. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. But yeah. this one it feels like they're more consciously because Bokenger's monsters had like a mecha pattern to them from the Sentai shows, whereas Juodra's mm. monsters seem like they're really patterning off previous series monsters, which is really right. cool. And, and like bringing back flying henchmen and like jets and all that kind of stuff. Right. I love that. Like aerial, like aerial dog fights, bringing those back to Sentai. I'm always for the time yeah. Ranger did it and go Wander did it. And a couple of other shows have done it. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Goldbusters did a little bit of it too. Um, but it's yeah, anytime yeah. it comes back is great. We just need to bring back ridiculous fortress mecha. That's, <laughs> that's the next step. Ridiculous that fortress awesome. mecha with random fins. God. Bring it to me. <laughs> but yeah, about the uh well, they have the human scale dog fights where basically Zoo Eagle uses his Which is cool. Get, like, the way those are shot wings. is great too. Dude, those are like real like Amazing. composited actually really well. Gorgeous. The, like that's one thing that I've noticed about oh, this man. series is that for some reason they've done a lot better with compositing in some places. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Like I know there was an episode I think it was three or four. The bus fight is three. The bus fight. Which is the best. Like yeah, we had it's a, crazy good. Yeah, we were. We I think we did screenshots, right? We put into the chat where it's like, yeah, we can't tell if it's this? yeah. Is it? If, are they actually doing that, or is it like composite? Like mm-hmm. we, we Looking at it up, now, it's it's clear. It's once you see that it's composite, like it's clearly composite, but it it's looks really great. Yeah, like they they really nailed it. Yeah, mm. it looks great. And the shot like, of him, like he does the flip on the bus, which is a great shot. And then the, the, the shot of him flying away just by like spreading his arms and like leaving the back of the bus. Yeah. is just like a gorgeous, it's a gorgeous piece of footage. It's mm-hmm. so well accomplished. Yeah. Um, they, they, that's why I love like um, in the past like few years, they've been trying different things like slowly, like once in a while they'll do something different. It's like, oh, like it doesn't feel like the same. Well, that's, a, that's a positive I would actually mention from Ninja once because I, I wasn't on that one and I keep bringing it up. Sorry. Um, but <laughs> I really did like that stop. that show brought in a lot. Well, I, I want to do a positive because I feel like I've been ragging on it a bunch. Mm-hmm. But the, the bringing in of more gymnastic stunt work yeah. and, and yeah. The, the jumping and leaping and all that is really cool. And and some of that aesthetic has made its way into Jewager. Like I feel like the stunts are really interesting and grounded and and consciously trying new things yeah and adding well, i mean what's cool is with the flight like you add a z-axis to fights yeah which is just a, literally another dimension you yep. know <laughs> like yeah. it's it, it, yeah it, it, it literally cubes the way fights work in the show which is now that i realize it completely ridiculous wow um yeah the cube thing is like a great motif mm-hmm. in general and the way that yeah. they've maximized it in every direction Right. It's really remarkable. And I Even- love the way that they incorporate it into like the sort of pixelation and yes. 8-bitness of the mechs and the way that the monsters get defeated and just all of it. Like Yeah, they explode cubes. into cubes. cubes. It's the yeah. coolest. Yeah. Oh, and practical cubes too. 
Yeah. yeah. <laughs> just a guy chucking a bucket of cubes. It's the cool. Like, just picture a dude with like a cardboard box full of variously sized black cubes. Yeah. Right. It's so funny. And just was, generally fun. I will say my one, well, my one complaint about the mechs, like I, I've gotten used to them. I like the designs of them individually more than I like them as the, like the mechs together. But I'm used to the mechs now. The only thing I don't like about it is that the transformation is too simple. Oh, I, I like think. that. I like it. I like. I I kind of like a back to basics approach. Yeah, I guess, but I, I don't know something about like like for example, if I got a toy of like the Zhu King, mm-hmm. like all you have to mm-hmm. do is just stack them up one on top of each other and then flip out the arms and then you're. But I have the candy toys of the Zhuo Cubes. It's much yeah. more involved than that, by the way. Really? Like a lot. Hmm. You got to move a lot of shit around. Really. Yeah. Well, at least the candy toys. The candy toys generally have like a lot of kind of parts forming y stuff because they're really designed to like close. They they mimic stuff better than the deluxe toys. That's why I get them. Plus, they scratch my Gundam model itch. Um, (laughs) But like, for example, the arms will be actually in proportion with the rest of the robot's body, unlike the deluxe model. Um, Oh, yeah. That looks ugly. It's ridiculous. Um, (laughs) But I think that, that, that once you kind of boil it down to the sort of practical model, tiny version, Mm-hmm. candy toy thing um i like the way it all kind of clicks together and mm-hmm. operates and what it's interesting like what parts of like there's a big blue part on the cube number like the red cube and there's a big yellow part on the on the blue cube just because that's how they have to fit together to work and the okay. sort of interconnection of everything is the engineering of it i should say is kind of really cool yeah i would argue with you here we have to fight a lot to the death why are you so aggressive and all about the fighting today where there is no fight it's a blood game dude have you seen the movies coming out this year batman v superman the season of versus fighting i just got a versus loot crate i mean it's it's the season of versus everybody's punching (laughs) come on we gotta gotta punch everybody's kung fu fighting uh what's what's your mom's name what my mom's yeah kylie Okay, we still have to fight because our mom's names are different. <laughs> yeah, see? That's logic. Yep. If our mom's names had we been the be same, friends. you would have said You should that see we had a little fight. film called Batman v Superman. Literally Very a plot little point. Film. Enjoy. Very little film. Real it's a little, little art house flick. Hmm. I heard oh. it was terrible. Batman v Superman, Dawn of, wait, both our moms are named Martha? <laughs> I heard there was no reason what? that I should go see that, except There's for no. Wonder Woman. Yeah, but she's getting her own movie. Wait for her. That's a whole other. Again, that's yeah. We gotta save that for later. Good God! (laughs) I brought up BBS on this podcast. Eat it, hate it so much. (laughs) Eat it. I hate you so much. I know so much. Uh, I love it. It gives me life. (laughs) (laughs) I feel like that's the little troll that just lives inside Nixon's heart. Little. (laughs) Yes. God. Because it's like nope. physically, physically, physically lives inside your heart, like inside one yep. of the ventricles. He's in the driver's seat. <laughs> there you go. Well, little it... inside out guys all are like laying dead, strewn about the control room. <laughs> so in your troll. hippocampus. <laughs> yeah. I'm totally lost right now. Yep. Don't worry about it. It's all good. It's fine. Science. Cubes. 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 I actually want to get that the, the henshin device. So, I want to get that. Also. Yeah. I really I also, like their cubes. And the way that they like, they're like the little Rubik's Cubes things. Yeah, because I, I mean, I have a Rubik's Cube, so I just want to have that next to my Rubik's Cube. Yep. And just have it sing. Like, <laughs> That's all I want. 
Yep. I so, love so much. Real quick, I sometimes okay, so with the the calling of the animal yeah. mix. Yep. Uh I yep, can never cubes. tell okay, right. I can never tell if they are trying to do the Tarzan thing or if they're like sweet. Yeah, kitty, 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 kitty. Like, I can't. It, it sounds like some it's, strange mix between it, the two. It, yeah, now that you mention it, it's like, got a little bit of both right? in there. <laughs> Zoo Lion uh, Eagle. <laughs> come here. Come on inside and yeah, stay for I dinner. I get more of a come here than a suey, but yeah, it, they, they I, operate the same way. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From what yeah. I mean, like, my impression, I don't know if it's what they intended, but it sounds like the Sun Vulcan song. Which I feel like I keep hearing Sun Vulcan rumors about that. Are they like, what? there's this rumor going around that they're going to do a movie like they're doing Kamen Rider 1, but for Sun Vulcan. I keep hearing it somewhere. What is that? Oh, really? I haven't heard that one. Uh, Sun Vulcan is one of the earliest Super Sentai series. In fact, okay. it's, is it the one after Battle Fever J? It's the third Hold one on. slash the first one? This Stand by Wikipedia searches after Denjiman. So it's the oh, one, that's two, three, weird. Fifth one, the fifth one. Why does it keep yeah. getting brought up? Because um, it was a thing that, like the um, the Ghost crossover, it's red, blue, and yellow, and red, blue, and yellow's animals are basically the Sun Vulcan ones. Yeah, they're just um, uh, because yellow's different. It's it's a lion instead of a panther. But yeah. Um, so they keep doing like weird sun vulcan parallels. So that wouldn't surprise me. Right. Cause I mean, but even the person who's excellent. doing the sing, the, 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 you know, the zoo Eagle, like song singy thingy kind of sounds like the guy who's saying the sun vulcan theme song. Mm. Well, you should kinda. check that. I'm trying to check it. Do your research. My hey, God. Hey, 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 I think you need to calm down here. We Whoa. Need to take a deep Whoa. breath. Whoa. Just, While you're doing research, I don't think we've talked about Sela slash Juo Shark at all. I love her And she's character. great. She's so she's so worth talking good. about. Yep. The, yeah, the, the fight club between like episode oh, between yeah. her and that Leo was great. is just a great one. And yeah. I like that it, it plants like a lasting grudge with her. Oh, yeah. I love that she and Leo already conflict because he's loud and she has super hearing. Like that... Oh, right. Conflict yep. was yep. already there. Baked in. And then on top of that, you have the whole, uh, she wants to fight him all the time. It's like, it's it's very interesting. And I'm probably going to take this way too deep for like a children's show. But I love that it's kind of like the constant struggle between the white knight and the like feminist. Yeah. In, a, mm. in its own kind of funny way, because, you know, Leo's like, I can't hit a girl. There's no honor in beating up a girl. I would like I'd rather have her hate me than, you know, actually well, I, beat her up because there's a certain amount of it that's like, oh, that's sweet. And then there's a certain amount of it that's a little bit patronizing. Well, I would argue that at least the way that overtime translated it in the version that I watched. Right. He's very specific in the ending of that episode to say there's nothing cool about overpowering a woman. That's Which true. phrase like that is a fucking great moral. It is. Like a moral that all children should be taught. Like there's nothing cool about overpowering fucking anybody. Yeah. But as a dude, there's nothing manly or cool about overpowering a woman. And he phrases it that way. Right. Which it like I, I understand the patronizing argument, but in terms of this is a kid show telling like kids 
basic morals of the world. No, totally. I like that a lot. I do too. Um, like that's that's pretty much where I was gonna go with it. Like, but I just think that it's it's a very interesting dynamic to their relationship of friendship and mutual respect, but there's also this thing between them that yes, is, yes, I like that there's a rivalry built too. Exactly, and I always gen- like that. That's a great. Um, recurring sentai thing too of like the blue or, or or lower tier ranger who wants to like prove themselves as cooler mm-hmm. you know mm-hmm. prove themselves as big like boken black had a, a, a rivalry thing like that and um oh i feel like shinken shinken blue didn't so much have that as much as just one no, green, like, green green did. had that yeah yeah so there's i always like that character who who has that rivalry vibe and mm-hmm. i like that it's not against red yeah, like, yeah. It, it's yet another cool character thing that they like red is just another one of the five yeah and he's he is the unique one of the five and they've brought that like there's a, like an older sentai setup too of there are four pre-existing rangers and they bring in a red mm-hmm. so that dynamic is there but that's sort of his like thing but they've also taken the time to establish what the relationship between the other four is yeah mm-hmm. exactly These other guardian characters mm-hmm. i think it's very yeah. interesting how you have the very clear where it's like um Amu is a foil for Tusk and Leo is a foil for Sela and um, like, and they're clear sort of partnerships, like how uh, like Sela and Tusk kind of get along better and Amu and Leo kind of get along better. And it's, it's very interesting. Which makes sense for their, I mean, at least for the cats makes mm-hmm. sense in terms of who they are as animals. That's the other thing. Like the, oh, yeah. the characters are really, they feel like they're at least in some way kind of baked out of the animals that they are. Yeah. yeah. You know, like Amu has kind of like a house caddy, but also that kind of pink ranger princess thing mm-hmm. vibe. Um, Which makes sense the, because exactly. tigers are lone creatures. Even right. I, I got kind of annoyed at first with uh, the whole Leo lion thing. Like, all, what all he does is be loud but then i thought about it and a lot of times um in lion prides uh the males and females are actually like separated over like the whole land that they control and so they will just roar back and forth to each other across the savannas uh to like you up sexting well no well, there's that no but <laughs> yeah. uh to like you ward up. off predators <laughs> So like oh. they'll they'll sense like some predators coming in and then the females will start roaring and then the males will be like, Oh, on our way, honey. And then <laughs> and so uh there's like they will roar back and forth to like sort of let the enemies know, don't mess with us, it's not worth your time. Mm-hmm. My hubby will be home in two minutes. <laughs> and then they kind of just fuck off. And yeah. th- that's like a legit thing that they do. It's just o- over quite great distances. So it, there's actually some scientific backing behind why they make the characters this way. And I yeah. love it. I love- and it also fits in well with like yellow ranger kind of tropes too. Not, oh, yeah. Tropes is the right word. But like the strong man, the kind of big boisterous strong man yellow yeah, goes yeah, all the yeah. way back yeah. to key ranger. Mm-hmm. Like from, yeah. from the original show. Um, yeah. So like that it's it's so cool the like layers of thinking that have I mean hopefully consciously maybe we're just putting some some assumptions in here but mm-hmm. it seems like things have been really well thought out and I I 
I've, I've gone on record many times on this podcast. I will again, I like when things are well thought out yep. in, the, in, the, in the shows I'm watching. Uh, I don't think that's a huge ask. Mm-hmm. Um, but Georgia say, really does it well. Yeah. I will say it's interesting mm-hmm. that um, because like everybody seems to match up together and Red is kind of like the ringleader, mm-hmm. which mm-hmm. also comes out when they do their Sentai pose because he has like his whip type sword. Yeah, like yeah. ringmaster like, thing. Yeah, yeah, he's like a ringmaster, oh, yeah. yeah. Exactly. But I also love that in the, like when they do the, the symbol thing, right They're like their Zyoger symbol, uh, there's no Eagle in it. There's just the wings. And I feel like that was a very interesting and deliberate choice. And what's cool too, is the Eagles on the bottom of the team animals logo. So Mm -hmm. when, in the times where Yamato's done like a, the, the separate roll call for Duo Gorilla, mm-hmm. which is really cool, it still works yeah. because they just cut the eagle off the bottom. Yeah, although um, there was it's one like, thing. It's really, it's like well thought out in, in, in so many different uh, uh, ways. Yeah, the thing that's really weird for me, and they, I, I feel like they've only done this once, but it was still so weird. Um, there was a part in, I think, episode nine. Is that the episode eight or nine? And. Um, he turned into the gorilla one and then stood on Tusk. And it was weird. <laughs> I feel like it was really weird. Like they hit this pose, right? Where it was like, uh, Tusk. Well, they keep doing those like gymnastic pyramid attacks from like, I feel like that was like a 90s show. Yeah. It well, was like, cool. And it was just very strange. Where like, because then when uh, he jumped down, it, you had like Tusk who looked like he only ever did leg day. And then you had <laughs> really the gorilla who looked well, like he did everything but leg day. Well, they're doing well, strongman in a trench coat. It's just like right. two kids stacked on top of each other. Yeah. Together, they're like a really beefy dude. Right, um. exactly. And it was so weird. Like, <laughs> Isn't that a circus thing? Is that a circus? Like, do gorillas ride elephants in a circus? No, I don't think so. They don't. I haven't, I haven't done a lot of circuses. But that that specific pose where you know he's holding him on his like knees or whatever. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. I've I don't know, but I've seen it in like a couple of Japanese dramas where it's like it's like an exercise that like high school kids do, hmm. or something like that. Where it's like it's like some kind of it's a weird like kind of either exercise or like a sports thing. day kind of thing. Where it's like it's all about balance and strength. So like one kid, one person is holding the other one on their legs. They're like sort of have to do like this T pose mm-hmm. and they're sort of like, it's like endurance kind of thing, you know? Yeah. So I think maybe it's, it's like an exercise thing. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Nice. And because, you know, be he cool. has, you know, endless leg day kind of thing. It makes sense for <laughs> yeah. green to do that. Yeah. You know? So. And I, Oh, I know what you're talking about now. I think the reason they do that is because there are like practical stands built into Tusk's boots oh, in that okay. form yeah. too. Like, uh, Yeah like support kind of infrastructure built Mm -hmm. in behind his legs to help him stay up. Okay. Yeah. I remember thinking that when I watched the episode, now that you, now that I, yeah, it just popped. Yeah. It all connects. It's all connected, man. Oh yes. Yeah. Practical stunts. I love all of them. I like the gorilla suit. I just, I I love the show so much. I can't wait to see where it goes. And I might actually end up watching this one week to week. And it makes me so sad. You should. I know. It's great. It'll be the Honestly, first time I've watched a show. We've uh, got a good superhero time for the first time in a while. Like both shows good. are good. Yep. I need to catch up on Ghost. I like I it. I I, it's it's having some it's having some teething troubles in the late twenties, <laughs> but 
question it's, about random question about ghost because in in when he comes into the zeoja episode yeah like when he transforms they can see him but right. i remember in the earlier episodes he couldn't really be seen he can he's transformed in the show there's a dynamic where he can determine whether or not he's visible but i thought um, that was only when he was out of the suit it hmm they've been a lot more loose about it in the show okay okay uh, they also introduced a have you gotten to where they have like the crazy gold dust stuff yeah yeah yeah. They, yeah they've made that they have like a lantern with that shit in it now that uh, they just like they'll click that at the start of a fight to justify okay. why everybody can see everybody oh, okay um so it didn't bug me yeah. but now that yeah. you mention it hmm because <laughs> yeah that was one thing that i noticed in the ghost like crossover because then i was also like well i'm also but i like, feel like maybe... it's a thing in ghost too where they've forgotten that dynamic because in yeah. the sh- in i feel like in ghost as well everybody can just see him now especially with the new form the new form there's never been like a nobody can see him in that i can okay. actually explain probably why they didn't bother to deal with it in zeoger that's actually kind of cool it eats mm-hmm. time no but what's your thing <laughs> uh animals like it's a thing in uh movies like it's a trope that animals can see spirits and see i like that in the same way that the gokaijers could see ghosts Mm -hmm. you know like there are some things where you just kind of have to accept yeah Yeah. i figured that was going to be the case um and the the cool thing with with the animal explanation or the some sentai can see ghosts explanation Mm -hmm. Um, is that you can just count Yamato in because he's turning into an eagle man or some shit. Yeah. Because he's got crazy eyes now. Mm-hmm. I think there's going to be a thing where he's turning into like the human Juma. Like, yeah. Oh, that would be a terrible name. Let's hope it's not that. Yeah. <laughs> he's the human Juman. <laughs> okay. Oh, I take God. it back. Can that please be the name? <laughs> <laughs> so we're going to have like a black swan kind of thing where he sort of transforms into like mm-hmm. an eagle. Well, well, I mean, Gaim pulled that recently. It wouldn't, it's not, and like a lot of other Toku shows have done it. It's, yeah. I don't know if it's a thing that Sentai does that often, but I mean, we've had uh, Tokyo six was an, a, a monster. You know, right. These things happen. I mean, I think it happened in Gal Ranger or like, yeah, Bokenger uh, silver was half demon or whatever. Yeah. Gal um, silver was like half. Uh, yeah. Gal silver was all possessed and weird. Like yeah, I said, I think the Eagle is Yamato's father. <laughs> <laughs> that'd be so weird i'm sticking with uh, it I think, that, I think that the eagle he's either the sixth guy or he's a bad guy because he's like the stuff he's doing is weird like giving yamato life force i also think he may have taken some in the in the exchange like there's just mm. weirdness abounds with that guy i have more questions I mean, than answers judging but, by the actor that they got i want to say he's a bad guy <laughs> <laughs> yeah that's that's even if he sticks around he's gonna be a dick because that's what yeah. that guy plays so the actor who's going to play uh the eagle juman the eagle or juman, i guess they haven't he, said he's, he's i keep hearing i hear like eagle or crow so uh, general bird but eagle yeah, would make sense because he's man, pretty much yeah um he is uh kohei murakami and mm-hmm. he played uh kusaka, kusaka or comrade kaiza in comrade fire's show Mm. which is the all like probably the ultimate bad guy in my eyes anyway yeah he's the, the ultimate douchebag i think easily <laughs> the shittiest rider <laughs> the the common rider who is the biggest asshole like he's the one you want to hate the most bigger than common rider oha i will put that on the table bigger than oha was a serial killer oh, oh. 
Yeah, Kamen Rider yeah. got weird in the in the early two thousands. Yeah, Ryuki it really. I love Ryuki. Sure. I'm I'm one of those guys. But oh, I love Ryuki. It is a show me? that just took was like, do you like Kamen Rider? Fuck you. <laughs> <laughs> like I like I have I think, a soft spot in my heart for those kind of shows. Yeah, Forza is just forever gonna be my Kamen Rider. Oh, I get that. <laughs> yeah, that it, like it, as soon as I saw it, it was pretty much over, and I was like, okay, this is my Kamen Rider, and that's it. Controversial opinion: <laughs> Hibiki's mine. Yeah, I, I, I think uh, oh. I think Zoger might become my uh, Sentai show. Yeah, it's it's if it it's strong. keeps this level of quality for the whole year, mm-hmm. it it's at least going to bump Kyoruger down, and like Kyoruger's often in my top. See, that's the thing. Like Kyoruger's in my top three. Yeah, I don't have this is the thing. I don't keep a list, you know. Well, you probably should. Mine's really short. Well, yeah, you've got four. Yeah, you don't even have a five yet. No, <laughs> it helps. You know, I need to. Uh, the thing is, like, if I'm going to form a top list, I need to rewatch Bokenger, and that's a big ask. Just like digging uh, out the files and shit. It's interesting. Because I love that show, and mm, I feel yeah. like I'm one of three people. I think I'm the other one. Hey, <laughs> the Mac designs are so rad. I have a soft spot for it because it's my first Sentai. Same. So it's the first I, one I watched week to week. Yeah. Yeah. But yeah, I don't like this. Well, we're getting too much. Yeah, into this. Well, we're, we're like but an hour that's... in. We can get a little more free form now. Yeah, come on. Face is free form. Come on. Well, that's. <laughs> I mean, Jesus. Ow. Just, uh. But uh, it was interesting, like because when uh, Kitty was watching it, like I think she got a few episodes in. She's like, "This is my favorite Sentai ever." Yeah, pretty <laughs> and much. It's great. I, it's great. I, it's i mean i i can't argue with some like it's a great show and it's a good one to like like Mm -hmm. it's a great like ah i'm just so blown away by how it just it makes me happy it does that it's great already you know the only thing i'm upset by is how stupid expensive it is to try to get one of their costumes oh my god yeah give up on that i know right i was like okay maybe this will cost me like 60 bucks and like another helmets alone are like 200 to no i just wanted the the like the plain clothes part oh yeah yeah well they make those like specialty items so well apparently official stuff like i i went to the website and where you can pre-order the outfits and to put together just like Leo's day-to-day outfit was like $530. Yeah. Well, it's a specialty market. I mean, that sort of thing is, is a built-in specialty market with these shows is like common writers thing for a while was like necklaces and rings mm-hmm. and they'd yeah. all be like hundreds of dollars. And now they've expanded into fashion. Mm-hmm. You wouldn't have to do the whole wig thing because you got all the hair. Exactly. So, that, that, so then it'll run you by like what two fifty? No, I didn't. <laughs> ing- the trick is you just there gotta was find. No wig. You gotta go to the fabric store and find some similar textiles. I know. That's the key. Just get a get a get a. I'm not near friend. the fabric district anymore. Oh. <laughs> well, Boston must have something. I I don't know what Boston has. Google. I heard they have a market. Yeah. Oh yeah, but that's mostly like chickens. It is delicious chickens. <laughs> wow, we've really tangented it aggressively. Um, yeah, <laughs> super aggressively. So what's what? What else? What other questions do we have? Was there anything else specifically that we wanted to? Any other notes we wanted to specifically hit? Oh, I just I'll I'll note that I have a soft spot for any 
mole or like drill based mecha. Yeah. Because they all have I've recently been watching the the like remake reboot of Thunderbirds. Thunderbirds are Go, mm-hmm. um, yeah. the new show. Yeah. And like that show is the original version of that show, the 60s Thunderbirds, is the like the popularity of the mole, which was a like pod vehicle from that show with a drill on the front, mm-hmm. um, has led to a lot of drill and mole mecha designs being similar, like Mogura yeah. in the Godzilla films and and uh, like the Boken drill um, yeah. in Bokenger right. um, or yeah, there's a bunch. Um, there's but the mole mecha in this one, I was like, oh, sweet. They got another like Thunderbirds reference. Yeah. Robot. That really tickled me because it's it's one of those weird intersections that I share with, you know, native Japanese Toka fans more often than not. Yeah. Uh that's just like a funny other tangent because I also grew up with Thunderbirds and I love yeah. it. Gotcha. But yeah. That was the one weird thing from my notes. I Sorry really like that there isn't time. a pink ranger. I always like that. Yeah. It's the but first time I've seen Rubik's it. Cube colors. They're all Rubik's Cube colors. Yeah. And there isn't a pink yeah. yeah. I mm-hmm. did not put that together until you just said it. Mm-hmm. Well, Which means the world is going to have we, orange and yeah. gray. I don't think there are gray squares, which is weird, but orange is orange, yeah. orange is the last one. So yeah, which yeah. I guess that makes sense then. Yeah, mm-hmm. I think it's a mix of three. And I like, like I like having orange sixth rangers. Mm-hmm. That's a thing I hope we keep doing. Yeah. yeah, I'd like to have more purples too. Purple rangers are cool. Yeah, I really liked. Uh, the Violet Ranger note. in uh Both of them. They're amazing. Yeah. Oh, they were so, good. so solid. Man, so good. So good. Yayoi rules and Dr. Olshade rules. Yeah. Mm. But Kyoryuger rules. Kyoryuger yeah, really I, does rule. I love- Did I hear an eh? Did I hear an eh? No. I, I uh, agree with you. Calm down. I meant the time. whole audience. <laughs> oh, the whole audience. Everybody. Say, man. I'll fight all you. Yeah. One at a time. <laughs> I love- Come at me one at a time. Those are the rules. <laughs> We're going Bruce Lee circle, over here. and then come one at a time. <laughs> yeah. That's how it works, everybody. Okay. No, what is it? Uh, obviously, um, Nobuharu was my favorite in Kyoryuger, but I love that whenever Nobuharu? Paula is like telling me that I'm doing a good job or that I'm accomplishing things, she just says strong lady ramirez i love ramirez yeah so much. <laughs> ramirez is so good ramirez, I, oh, I have such a smart i just have such a soft spot for ramirez oh my god he's so because i also like i like like it's so weird he hits so many of my weirdly specific things like cyan is a color i like yeah he's a big bearded dude kind of like me like it's just like <laughs> so much of ramirez well, makes me happy so i love that uh one of my favorite things to watch in that or rather that i keep coming back to is there's on youtube like a live uh show that they did where they have the opening performed by the guy who sings it and the closing performed by the guy who sings it and in the closing they bring out all the cast members and the guy who plays Ramirez, I don't know his name. He Robert just Baldwin. Uh, Robert Baldwin. What yeah, friend of the show? Friend of Robert the show. Baldwin. Robert Baldwin. Yeah, I know he's a friend of the show. I'm the just rules. extremely ignorant. So and <laughs> terrible God. with names. So, uh, but he comes out and he just he looked like someone forgot to tell him that they were gonna that they were expected to do the dance, and it's <laughs> one of my favorite things. Like, just I love watching it. I'm like, you're doing such a good job, man. You keep. Don't worry about those young kids. <laughs> Knocking it out. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Bringing the spirit <laughs> hammer down. Ah, oh, so which, good. Which uh, brings another point about the dance. So Less the guy this year, huh? 
I think it's less good this year. I mean, yeah, I don't think yeah, the dance a, has been as good as it has since Kill Ridger. Like, yeah, Kill Ridger had the that's best the thing. dance. They that's the, the weird dance. thing. The guy who choreographed this one choreographed the Kill Ridger dance. Yeah, but I, I can totally doesn't mean tell. the same level of quality. Still. I love the, the puns at the end. I love, <laughs> there's a lot of things about the dance that I really enjoy. Now, here's mm. a question that I had. It sounds like, to me, they did the whole uh, ending bit and they just like happened to catch Yamato's actor singing along and threw his singing in with the recording. <laughs> who who really? actually sings that ending? Because it syncs up uh, very, very well. Hold well, on. they all have to lip sync, I would imagine, for their lip syncing. No, they do. It as well. They do, but he's like so good and on point and it sounds like it could be his voice. Like, well, they are cast for visibility as well. Right. No, I know. And you can tell that he has a, a solid dance background. Yeah. Oh, yeah. It's like Kinji in the Ninja ending. You're like, oh, that guy's a dancer. Right. <laughs> oh, right. man. He, yeah, as soon as he came out, I was like, oh, someone's been a dancer in Johnny's voice for way too long. <laughs> like, that, was, that was my first thought. I was like, woof. <laughs> Someone's just <laughs> been doing dance for a real long time. Trying to find the dude's name. My God, man. Hey, man. I can't just go off of Wikipedia. Though if I go sure. off of Wikipedia, the guy who sings it is Yohei Onishi, which is from Project R. Well, yeah, pro- that makes sense. Project yeah. R does mm-hmm. all the stuff. Yeah. They're Project R, man. Whoa. But they probably do have a version where the cast actually does sing it. Probably. Because they've done that before. Yeah, that, that so, wouldn't be anything new. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, anything else you guys want to add about the uh, this great show that has started this year? It's so good. I love it. I just hope they keep it together. Yeah. Like, if this is a show that has one of those, like, GoBusters flame out around episode 30 things, I'm going to be really sad. I guess yeah. I just keep it together. So just keep it together. Because, like, like, that's the other thing I've noticed, too, from just, a, like, being a production nerd. I feel like they're really they're really smartly spending the money. Yeah. Like they're picking they're picking their battles in terms of like there's a big fight and then there's like a smaller fight or or some of the they'll do a mech fight right in the front or mm-hmm. they'll have I mean episode nine had like a groundhog day mechanic, so they had to shoot like two minutes of footage and they just played it a couple times. Yeah. yeah. Um so yeah, I just think they've been really smart about that kind of stuff and I hope it I hope it sticks. Because mm-hmm. it's also the 40th anniversary show, so I'm hoping they just kind of have this money. Mm-hmm. Keep giving them money. Because it's good. All it's the money. It's, it's, like, the, the, it's a return on investment, clearly. Because it's, mm-hmm. it's a quality it's show. It's so good. I, I can't wait to see it get better. And just to build. Oh, yeah. Because yeah, as, as more levels get added on, yeah. I, think yeah. the, I agree. I think it's only going to get better. Yeah. Yeah. And seeing the cast play off new dynamics yeah. and the addition of potentially Kusaka as a the guy who played Kusaka yeah. slash Eagle Birdman <laughs> Birdman Juman Human Juman um, in the series, what how the team dynamic will change, yeah, right? um, and the operation of that. Like I just I like like the potential of new things to happen in this show excites me. Like I'm not afraid that, that the status quo is going to go off the rails. For so. sure. The fact that the uh, mm-hmm. The main bad guy Genesis is coming down to fight them in the next episode. That's a, yeah, that's like a big move. That's a big yeah. move. It's very yeah. early on. Yeah, I mean, yeah. I, I, there's still like there's still time in this show for this to be one of those shows that has multiple groups of bad guys too. Mm-hmm. It's true. They could just pull that on us, but um, just make it coherent. Well, yeah, yeah. 
Well, or I mean, don't. Like, I just have four different groups of guys show up. Mm-hmm. Like, all those guys died. We're here now. What's going on? We're going to kill you, I guess. Uh, but yeah, it's been, it, it's it's a really strong start, and I'm really happy that we have something that's like there's so much that we can sink our teeth into mm-hmm. already. Yeah. So I'm just hoping, yeah, just stay it's the dense. course. Oh, tell yeah. tell your story, tell it well, have some great action, and you know have some fun characters because every character is pretty fun in this show so far. So. Oh yeah, more yeah. cubes, more cubes, more cubes, more cubes. Just Never generally, like cubes. just more like cubes. You know what they should do like their power up should be like instead of. Like, so they, they, like have three by three. they have a three by three. Maybe they go like to a five by five or something. Oh, they have like those awesome. 17 by 17 cubes or whatever. 16 oh, bit powers. <laughs> oh, man. Uh, oh, boy. man. All right. Wrap it up. Wrap it yeah, up. They were good. All right. Well, this has been another episode of the Tokenet Podcast. You find the podcast on the Tokenet website, tokenetsoundsnetwork.com, and on iTunes and Stitcher. Rate and review it. Um, do it. Yep, do it. Do it. iTunes do it, reviews. Do it. iTunes reviews. Oh, reviews. Anyway, um, five stars. Uh, yeah. Only five stars. Only. Don't be a deaf galleon. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> five stars. Do it, for, do it for humanity. Do it for Okay, me. I know. I'm on the show. Four stars. I understand. <laughs> I got it. Uh, three and a half. No, you, there aren't halves. This isn't. Oh no, Michael's gonna get mad. This isn't public education. <laughs> there are five states. We went there. Oh man, God. All right. Well, this has Stars. been another episode. While Michael rants on, uh, <laughs> I have been your host, Yas. This, this has yes. been Kitty, Hi. and it has been Michael. Hi, I'm still here. Yep. yep, still I'll here. I'll go. I'll go. Yeah. <laughs> please go. Please, please leave. Please. I'm so sorry. <laughs> But yes, we will see you next time. Bye. Bye, guys. Bye. I still think Juro the World is a terrible name for a ranger. But he's the world. But is he? And we're out. <laughs> this has been another episode of the Tokenet Podcast, the official podcast of TokenSoftsNerwick.com. You can find our podcast on iTunes and Stitcher, where you can rate and review the podcast. You can also find us on all types of social media, such as Facebook, Twitter, Tumblr, and Instagram. Also, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, where you'll find interviews with your favorite tokusatsu actors, as well as press coverage for various tokusatsu events. And if you'd like to throw a few dollars away, there's a donate button on the front page of our site.